testing, testing, one, two, the Run Your Mouth podcast. Take one. No, this is like take fucking five, episode six. Let's go. Welcome. Southern Corporation. Artist of the day. Riz Illuminated. Gim son. Sorry, little baby, I can never love you. Brought so many hustles, really cold, like true. I ain't even playing 20 men, got me loose. You can blame it on the liquor like I'm drinking great goose. Hopping on the road, two men in a coupe. Have you ever seen a light? Play with darkness in the room. I just talked to my angels, it just told me I could move from the city to the hills. I'm the highest in the room. I'm the highest in the room. I got real shooters, dog, that do a bit too. Alan Gateway, telling all my shoulders stay cool. I'm a couple plays short of everybody, boo. I'm in LA going crazy, but I'm not being a fool. All these calculated moves I'm hitting here. We want to welcome everybody back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. I'm your host, Mad Marlin, a.k.a. Mr. Run Your Motherfucking Mouth. Give me some. Come on. Episode six. I think we up in this bitch. Listen, let me see. What what the fuck do we got on the menu for today, family? What do we got on the menu for today? Episode 6. What do we got on the menu to feed you hungry some of my bitches? <laughs> okay, let's get with it. Let's get with it. We got activism in KC. Rappers accountability No mass, no service We got the artist of the day Riz Illuminated Game son So Plus we got white people news Now we got that Riz Illuminated bumping in the background. Just so y'all know, this is the Run Your Mouth podcast. We talk about race, religion, and politics, hip-hop culture, and a whole lot of gang shit. So today we got this fucking topics, though. Activism in Kansas City. Or just activism, period. I got a special special guest I'm bringing to the line special fucking guest I got my main man Roger Shugs Suggs excuse me aka Vigilante real community activist since day one and to make this whole fucking episode a killer this is a father and son duo. Come on, Gibbs up, y'all. Gibbs up. Yeah. 
That's right. Father and son duo. Riz Illuminated and my brother Vigilante. Now we want to talk about activism in Kansas City. Now, I mean, I don't sometimes, you know, I don't like to talk about nothing that I don't know too much about. And I don't like to put other people's business out there. So when we talk about activism in Kansas City, you know, I'm going to try to use myself as an example. And I'm going to try to speak speak about some of the experiences that I had while I was trying to do community work. And I also got my man, Roger. I'm going to get on the phone. Because this brother was community activism before me Back when I was a strictly rapper Strictly hip hop head My man Roger was already on his activism kick As a matter of fact I think I need to give my man a call Because he's been waiting on me I got his son banging in the right background Riz Illuminated Okay now Y'all gotta give me I'm at the And I'm working on getting me Somebody in this studio To work with me on this shit But I'm gonna get it right now By myself Cause I gotta get to my playlist For fucking Riz Illuminated Then I gotta get Roger On the fucking phone So y'all give me a second here While I get this coordinated Serious Illuminated playlist right there Okay there we go We got that set Y'all just bang out to that Riz Illuminated You know my nephew got My nephew is the prince of the whole Fucking new wave sound so Y'all need to tap in if y'all ain't fucking tapped in yet. You know what I'm saying? Riz Illuminated. So, I'm going to clear this. And let me just put something out there before we get this show going. Because y'all know I like to just put shit out there sometimes. Y'all know I like to just put shit out there before the show begins. Now, I'm just going to put this out there. This is an appetizer. You know, we got the menu, we got the, you know, we got the menu right there, the main course. Then we got this appetizer I'm about to drop on you, some of my bitches. Just gonna put this out there. Have you ever had a fucking experience where somebody you grew up with or somebody you knew 20 years ago, you ain't seen this motherfucker in 20 years. You don't know what they, you don't even fucking remember what they look like because y'all was in like the fourth or fifth grade together and they kind of was like, I don't know. And I, you kind of was like a popular kid. So have you ever had an experience where a motherfucker you ain't seen or talked to in 25 years hit you up on Facebook talking about? Sup Like The fuck you mean Sup Like Hold on Cause I could be having a OG moment Cause I'm from a time Where we don't hit motherfuckers up And say Sup So Motherfuckers on Facebook I know Facebook is the spot Where you know 
You get on there, you start running into people you haven't seen in years. But I just that shit be turning people into weirdos, and that shit be creeping me out when a motherfucker I don't recognize, don't know, don't remember, just hit you up and be like, "Sup?" Just want to put that out there because I could be having a OG moment. So let's get back into this. Riz Illuminated And we about to get my man Pops on the phone Roger Suggs A.K.A. Vigilante Real live community Activist because In this time right now We need more Community activism In Kansas City You know I'm not trying to say that I'm a prophet, I'm a leader, but I just think that maybe, you know, if we can get either more, because I've done my research, we got some nonprofit groups here in the city. Yeah, of course we do. But I'm just seeing visions of groups to have a more tailor-made agenda for this tailor-made problem we got because the problem we got in the black community the african african american community is not organic it is inorganic it's artificial it's man-made and i think we just need a special type of medicine for a special type of sickness so with that being said i'm gonna switch over here give me one second real quick y'all Okay, we switching over here because I got to we still got Riz Illuminated bumping in the background. Y'all don't get it twisted. I got to get his pops on the other line. Where's that coming from? Hold on. And I won't dare let up a lot of rappers in the game. Okay, we're just gonna have to pause that. So I get that figured out. Sorry about that. But we gotta get my man Roger Suggs on the phone, aka Vigilante. Real life community activist. Let me get my man Roger. Check, check. What's going on, Matt Marlin? First of all, family, let me just give a grand entrance to the real live community activists, hip hop philosopher, scientists, my brother from another mother, freestyle cypher spitting, used to have cyphers at his house back in the day, my brother from another mother. Roger Suggs, a.k.a. Vigilante. Give him some, y'all. Yeah. Wow. Roger, give me some, man. Hey, man, I hope that you got that intro saved, bro. That was the best intro ever. 
epic, man. <laughs> Much respect to you. I hope you got to say I got to use that as a drop. I mean, I am rocking with. I'm still practicing, mouth. man. Huh? I said I'm still practicing. I'm still trying to get in my comfort zone with this, you know, on the mic well, and you're stuff. You doing it, though, bro. You doing it. You run your mouth podcast. You're doing it because you is now in existence. So you're doing it, man. So salute to the mayor. What's going on, brother? Roger, I got you on the phone. Um, you can't see what's on my screen now, but I, you know, I got I got some pictures of you up doing your thing, and I also got. The topic of the day, I call it on the menu, and we got activism in Kansas City, rappers accountability, no mask, no service. We got the artist of the day, Riz Illuminated. Now, I got you on the phone. Um, You know, Riz didn't give me his music MP3, so I, I can't play his music in the background while we talk. Because the way my system is set up, I would need MP3s and blah this and blah that. I got this music playing though. uh, Once I hang up from because I got it playing from my phone on Spotify. But um, we can just dig into this, man, and um, I can get back to my regular scheduled programming. But I got you on the phone, Roger, because I want to talk about activism, and I got to get somebody on here who's been doing it longer than me, who knows more about it than me, and even somebody who I've turn to as a blueprint so first of all i just want to start from the beginning if we can and just take me back to before there what before there was no you know roger the activist take me back to the hard head knuckle troublemaking headed down the wrong path and let's just start right there if we can roger well south side chicago <laughs> kicked out of chicago down to georgia Roger, who thought he could play basketball, was always a person that looked ahead of time while he was getting in trouble and doing all the things that a kid do. But I've always had this conscience about me, watching my granddaddy, watching my grandma, and understanding that there was more to life than getting in trouble because I would always get blamed because I was always the popular one. So they only see me and everybody else would get away. And they'd be like, we saw you, Raj, and stuff like that. So I, I went through that stuff, went through different changes and stuff. I was always um, just captivated by Malcolm X. So when I got in trouble as a kid, the first book that a person gave me was the autobiography of Malcolm X, and it changed my life. From that point on, uh huh. The autobiography and, of Malcolm. So you say you'll say that it started right there. The seed was planted. It, it was planted. The seed was planted there. Then being from Southside Chicago, watching the games, then getting out of there because of the game in fact, because of a senior parented mom sent me down to Georgia to my grandparents. So I got to see racism. I went from games to racism. I'm talking about. Pure, hundred percent. Touch your hand, they face turn red. Racism down in Georgia, and I knew dead. And I watched my good dose of culture shock. Culture shock, and watching my granddad sometimes working for these people saying yes, yeah, sir. Mm. My granddad was an older guy saying yes, yeah, sir, no, sir, to somebody that may be twenty some years old. Right. When he was the senior, but and I remember one time. This is what changed me, I'm at. I remember one time. White guy said to my granddaddy, call him a boy. Boy, you ain't finna cutting that grass. I walked in with my granddaddy working, and I punched him. And my granddaddy grabbed me so hard. He said, hey, you sorry for that? And 
put me in the truck. And he said, you going back to Chicago because you don't understand. I'm doing this to make the money. What year? I don't what, care about that boy. What year are we talking, Raj? You talking 80s. Mm. Yeah. So you got sent back to Chicago. Got sent back to Chicago. Let it cool out for a minute. Then they brought me back a year later. Back to Georgia. Back to Georgia. Okay. You know, because where we stayed at, you go, you gonna you gonna be in something while you're in it, down on South Side. You gonna you gonna pick your game. <laughs> so he got us out of there. So you uh, so we gonna fast forward then. So somewhere between you going back to, somewhere between you going back to Georgia, somewhere after that, Kansas City somehow gets in the way. Is that correct? Somehow we get on the highway yeah. to Kansas City. Basketball, basketball. I played basketball in Georgia, right? Um, and went to Emporia State for basketball, mind you. But I was in love with rap. So you're talking battling. I was battling way back before battle rap was even popular, you know, face-to-face, you know, before Smack DVDs. I was battling and putting together music, you know. You can tell me I was an LL cousin, you know what I'm saying, doing my music, doing my raps together, battling. I could freestyle better than most. So I came up here, won a bunch of battles in Wichita, Kansas, coming from Emporia State. And I was like they, I was like they pit bulls. So anybody that comes from New York or something or Cali, they come to this campus, you know, and employees like, I bet y'all can't be at that time I was called J Double Z. I bet you can't be J Double Z. And 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 went from there, man. And when I first I, I and I went to Skinhorn, I met Tech. Right. Um, and I met a guy named Vel McCarty. He was in a group called the Drunks. So, yeah, there was a show, and I want people to hear this. I, I, he better not dispute this. There was a show at Paseo High School. Uh-huh. I went back there and performed that, and in the back room, we was rapping, and Bill tried to throw that spit at me, and Bill got smoked. <laughs> my freestyle, I'm sorry, my freestyle was too deadly at the time because people was coming with set lyrics. I not I wasn't confined to paper, so I could talk about you and do all the things that you see battle rap do now. Right. So and then I just started doing music and I realized that I wanted to get a little more conscious because I felt that when I got to Kansas City there mm. wasn't that much of a wind up pride from a lot of MCs and I met Arsenal. I met those guys and I was working at the college as a journalist too and I gave heavyweights their first interview. Really? In the newspaper. So it went like that, man. So let me I know for a fact back in the day, and I said this um before well, I was saying this before uh before I called you up. I was just giving a rundown on what um how I met you. I was mm-hmm. I was just validating how I know for sure, you know, that you was one of the first live, you know, homegrown conscious rappers that I that I can remember back in the day, you know, yeah. me, you know, we was conscious, but we was more at the kitchen table. You know, we was just more on, we thought that, you know, the whole conscious movie was something we talk about, you know, at the kitchen table mm-hmm. or whatnot. But I know like when it comes to like doing stuff in the community, like for years, you know, you know, when it finally came time for me to try to step out in the community and put my face out there to try to do something, you know, you was the first person that I just like, like, I just kind of just thought about how long I've been. Mm-hmm. I just thought about what you meant 
to community activism. So with that being said, like, so when did you decide or was it was it even a point or did you just kind of fall into just being a full fledged activist like to where because I mean, because I mean, you you like, you know, you got some rappers who they rap about, you know, whatever they rap about and then they can turn around and get into some community activism but you you rap about the actual movement in which you live in you know what i'm saying i can even like me for an example if you listen to all my music i mean you can tell that i'm not you know i'm not rapping about genocide and selling dope and killing Uh folks but you know you also you i mean you don't hear me pushing too much of a you know you know what i mean That, that that activism in the music so so for you did you i mean did you think that it would hold you back to live an activist life and also rap an activist rap. Um, I felt that I've always been like Rudolph the Red Nose, right near the elephant in the room when it comes to rap. Anyway, so I just always believe that when I listen to Public Enemy, I listen to um, the Message, I listen to Pro Righteous Teachers and and stuff like that. It was always that in me to say, how can I make these words bend and be powerful? Then there came a time that I wanted, kind of like when Marvin Gaye decided to start singing Love Song, he came out with an album called What's Going On when he started looking at the world. When I started seeing my friends get the hard 40s in prison and people getting shot up, never get a chance to get their life right, and everybody was just running to the gangster side and how they would get love, I wanted to do the opposite. But I just didn't want to rap about it. I wanted to, I felt like when people was giving me props of talking that stuff, conscious stuff, I felt like I wasn't doing enough. I wasn't affecting people and touching them in a way to really change their lives. So I came up with programs and things like that to really do it. And I fell in love with that to the point that people don't even think I'm an MC. They look at the activists more than they even see me as an MC, which I, I love. I don't even care if they don't because I have 20 albums. Right, right. Speaking of speaking of programs, I mean that's another thing that I um like I can't shit, man. I can't take when it man, I'm just trying to tell you. Like the program that you got, um I want to get into that too, FBOE. Okay. Um mm-hmm. and that's what I mean. Like you could just be an activist out walking with a sign. You know, every mm-hmm. so often you could be an, act- an activist, you know, you only pop up kind of when, you know, something's happening. But when nothing's not happening, who's out there in the front line? And that's where I think about you, because, you know, as whatever's going on, protest, whatever's going on in the world, your program at the school is constantly, 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 constantly running. So tell me about like 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 about So that's that's like man, that's thousands of different personalities of different yep. different youth out here in yep. the um in the community. So tell tell our listeners like how how do you deal with different diff, so many different kids coming at you with their different problems? And you know, you're Roger, your big brother Roger, the community activist. Yep. They got all these different problems, gangs, drugs, whatever. I don't know what the case may be, but I know you Suicide, do be in there. Drugs, right, it. right. Have it all. Um. Well, you know, 2007, I walked on the campus with an idea. 
Uh-huh. I had just stopped working at Sprint. And uh, I said, you know, I want to do something. I, 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 I've already had a connection with Kansas City, Kansas Community College because I went to school there. And I said, you know, I want to put something on this campus to give people who never even been in the, on the school campus a shot. So I walked in there, and at the time, it was Tyrone Bates and um, Keith Jones. These were highly educated, good brothers that was putting out stuff, too. Uh, and they told me, Rod, you might want to go to the library and do this. They ain't going to let you get on campus, not without a bachelor degree or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. I said, if I get the conversation, I guess I guarantee I get it. Well, I got the conversation and got in, and I got it. Then I started helping. Remember, some of the rappers you may know, Bucks Baby was one of the first ones. Jay Span, D-Twist, all these guys were some of the first FBOE members in 2007. Yeah, I know you a know little twist. And, and, and the dude that did the purpose patch hat, um, Delano. I had those guys in there. And, um, and, 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 and then it became something that I wanted to really help um, Steve and different people. Then we had a guy that we had set up to get in school. He got murdered on the the, the, the next day he was supposed to be starting class. He got murdered. Mm. And from that time on, I was committed. Because he had five kids. He's a young dude. He, he was about 23 at the time. He said, man, I've messed up so much, Raj. All I want to do is chance to take care of my kids, man. So we got him his GD, and we got him in the, hooked up in the tech school. And on that weekend, Sunday, they kicked in his house, thought he had something, and murdered him and his brother. Mm, I remember I was, that, too. Yep, you know, I was done. From that point on, I was committed to helping these kids, helping these young men, get to where they need to get to and change their lifestyle. That's why I tell people activism is a lifestyle, not a fad. So I have to make it my lifestyle. I had to make it where, uh, you know, let me, do, they get, man, do you understand? If it wasn't for truth, clothing line, bro, I wouldn't have the money to give these kids that hit me up on my cash up. Can you help me, Raj? They kicked me out the house. I need money. Um, You know, we stopped many of suicide, stopped many of people of, killing each other, sitting down with them. And my job is 24-7, 365. Even the school never could, could, could never do or uh, even understand the stuff I do on the weekends when I'm not at school. So by them letting me be on campus, it gave them a safe haven. As you know, because you've been there several times, right. we even feed them. And sometimes, man, Marvin, that's the only dinner at a table sitting down day after they get when it comes to family. Right. I mean, I, know, I was blown away by it, man. To be honest, I just blow yeah. it up. So and you came in and, and you came in there and you gave your thoughts and insights and stuff like that too, man. So was, I, I salute you, man, because I'm gonna tell you this, man. For 14 years of doing this, over a thousand students, brother, I've had only two other mentors. So I'm literally carrying this thing. Do you do you believe that? Like once you kind of like um like community activism is kind of like the matrix. Do you believe that once you take that pill, once you jump in, there's no getting out. Like there's no, like I couldn't imagine, like, you know what I mean? You know, cause like me, I, I try, I mean, you know, I can categorize how I want it. I, you know, sometimes I say I dropped a ball, you know, I, um, you know, I fell off or not, not fell off, but I just dropped a ball. You know what I mean? I tried to get in it too fast. So do you, do you believe that once, once you go full fledged all the way in, it's like, like once you dedicate your life to community activism, that's what it is. I think I think that I believe that you can walk and chew gum at the same time. And what I mean by that is I think that if it's a part of your lifestyle, then 
it's just a part. You make it a part of your routine. It's almost like when you um, people have to take blood pressure pills. So you take the pills, but you still go walk out. So you get off the pills. So I think that you can do multiple things. I think what you did, you set the table, you did cold drive, you did marches. But I think your march precedes all the stuff that you see going on now. Your, your, your um, reveal Wyco precedes a lot of stuff that's happening now. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you do that, you already plan to see. So and, and, and as long as you carry your family and your seed, what you do, and congratulations to your seed that's on the way. Um, long as you do that within your personal life, you're doing your part. Long as you are speaking about it, some people can do what I'm doing on the ground, and that's people that are even deeper than me. Right. That I can't do. You know what I'm saying? Because you'll never see me at a protest because I feel like I've already, I do this every day, so I don't need to be out there in the front lines when I'm in the front lines every day doing this part. You know, whether you believe in the Bible or not, the good phrase out of the Bible is one one water it, other one plants it, but God gives the increase. Some people need to water it, some people need to plant the seed, and some people need to give an increase to it. So you got to get in where you fit in that and don't feel guilty if you only doing that much. As long as you're doing some parts of it, and that's the problem with black people. We look for a leader instead of making everybody leaders. Right. You know, I, no, I agree. Speaking of seed, speaking of seed, now you... <laughs> <laughs> you planted a seed some odd 20 years ago and yeah. I want to get into I think I just found a way I, I actually can play Riz music and have you on the phone at the same time I want to get into this your song nephew. yeah I want to get into your seed which is my nephew and it, I'm gonna go all the way back to LA Vision I think it is yeah. and I yep the awakening i first heard this song and was like damn you know this is what we breathe now here but i'm um this is what i do to our the artists of the day i play their music throughout the um throughout the show i kind of went longer than i was supposed to talk but man you going so i'm gonna get into some of this riz illuminated we got his pops on the phone with us now vigilante we're gonna lay back i'm gonna have you on uh mute roger until i um cut the song is that cute Gotcha. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. Give him some real quick, family. Together, that's a model when we tied to it. Link forever, la familia. What we got, cold vendettas. We familiar with the old critics that did us. A lot of stars criticize because they overly jealous. Play the real, multiply because the world is invested. You can fake a hundred times till that day you get tested. Don't be a bony in this life. Be a man with direction. Don't ever turn the other cheek. That's the way that they catch us. A lot of people sold out. So, of course, they're gonna wreck us until we unify. We ain't getting nothing they tell us. Blood money got us bent, but we gon' risk it forever. Night out, see through it, but a struggle, whatever. You ain't chillin' with the huddle if you ain't getting better. These are rules to the circle, boy, we ain't gon' square up. Visionaries living dreams, the scenery is amazing. Why sleep for a nigga? That's why you still in the basement. I never let a critic get in the way of these wages. Connected with the money, but you won't see it no pages. Shallow ass people gon' always chase for the fame shit. Second they get a chance to sneak you, they gon' take it. I got a dull knife to cut the head for the bang yeah. I got a dull knife to cut your head for the bang Game song family illuminated LA Visions Fat of that records man Welcome to the EP Okay family we getting back. give him some more fuck it <laughs> 
We getting back to the topic Activism in Kansas City Rappers Accountability Ability I got my money making Marweather speech impediment jumping off here Roger So we got (laughs) my man Vigilante on the phone Vigilante I want to dig into this Rappers Accountability And you can let me know Am I even Is it even my call to even Say that I think And this is just my opinion I'm going to pass the mic over to you Raj Okay. And this is just what I think man I, I really believe that Rappers From Kansas City Could actually Help with the crime and the violence. I just believe that. And the reason I believe that is because I just see the power and the influence that they have. The way the people in Kansas City flock to them, listen to their music, show up at they. I just believe that the rappers And maybe it's because I'm a rapper If I was a basketball player I would probably believe that You know basketball players Have an ability To help with the crime in the community So Roger I want you To let me know What do you how do you feel about Rappers accountability Ability and you probably can say that word Better than me but Do you I mean do you think think that rappers have a Part in helping yeah, they have, I, I, like I say, two things can be true. They have a part in helping, but they have a part in hurting. If you can hurt, mm. you can help. You know what I'm saying? So if you can hurt, you can help. And yes, they do. Because it's almost like you look at the Black Lives Matter movement, then they try to make it the transgender LGBT. No, you're black first before you're any type of preference of sex. So you're a black rapper first. No matter what you're rapping about, and mm. you see that your people are going through stuff, you're black first before I am black before I'm vigilante. You're black before you're mad Marlin. You see what I'm saying? So therefore, it's my responsibility. It's my innate responsibility from the birth. It's, it's, I, I, I got a quote that I uh, put up. I ancestors died for our freedom. At least we can walk in it. Mm. You know I me. Mean? So they make a sacrifice, at least walk in it. So yes, they can, and not just use it as a trivial sign of the times for this moment, but to sustain things. Because if we do that and implement real absolute power by saying, you know what, I'm gonna get my if I'm a big street rapper and I got all these people that come to my parties, like you say, come to my shows, buy my merchandise and all this, then we can change this thing and start doing what we did last week in Wyandotte County when we had that big old over thousands of people at this thing off of seventeenth and eighteenth and Condero. Oh, all business people loving man, each other. Was it was beautiful. one of the biggest things ever. Oh, give him some. Hold on, give him some. Give him some. That was beautiful. So is so is that is that going to be annually, quarterly, like? And my fact, it's going to be August every second Saturday. Every second Saturday. So coming up August, the second week of um, the second Saturday of August, it'll be right back there again. Mm. No, I like what I saw. I just, I mean, I wasn't able to make it, but 
That's I mean so Oh and another thing You know Rappers accountability Even you you know you being an activist And a rapper yeah. Well we uh-huh. already know your accountability You decided You decided you didn't you didn't just want to rap About helping your community You wanted to actually live it Is that correct Yes sir Okay so rappers accountability right there Live on the Run Your Mouth Podcast Raj Let me just get your <laughs> Let me just get your take On I mean I know we can go on and on And on and on and on and on About this rapper who, who has come to town Called The Wrong Wrong I call him The Wrong Wrong Some people call him a COVID 19 some people call mm-hmm. him. he's done came to town he's done taking over everything how do you feel and just wing before i get off the line i just want to get your take because i know we used to have long conversations back in the day at the yeah. house yeah. what do you think about the situation raj they got us wearing the mask they say we gotta wear the mask i went in the gas station today the lady said i i I went into Family Dollar today to get some uh, deodorant, and I haven't got used to putting my mask on yet. And she's like, sir, you need a mask. I walked all the way back, almost by the milk, and was like, oh, damn, she was talking to me. So I went back out and got the mask. Raj Vigilante, what do you think about the shit? Mask on, mask off. I put mask on, and you see, I'm going to make sure I get you a truth mask. <laughs> get you a truth mask, right. Oh yeah, um, I say mask on, um, but with caution, you know, as so you can obey what they're doing and watch it because I might I lost my brother to that that really? that, that, that old that dog that dog there, but it was other underlying things that I didn't uh, give a boost to it. It was wow. like they gave a boost or so, and that's what they're doing. They're putting Corona on things that probably would have took them out anyway. You feel me? Right. Yeah, put it on the You know, hospitals can get about forty thousand dollars per death, and thirteen thousand dollars just to, if you if you contact it. Mm. So it's a, it's a lucrative business. So, but I think it's real, but it's no different than tuberculosis, no different than the flu. So it's that thing. Not that you can't get it, um, but I've seen some people I know lost it, but they had underlying conditions that did that. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's almost like if somebody is. Um, shooting you with a gun, you know what I'm saying? You're bleeding out, and then they test you, and you got COVID. Did right. COVID kill you, or did you bleed out kill you? So, but it's real. So I would put the mask on and be when you're in groups, when you're with your family and stuff, and you, I, I, I wouldn't put it on them. You know, it's like a stop sign. You know, you, you stop because you might hit somebody else, but if nobody, you see the clear four-way, then, you know, a stop sign is the only thing that, that can make you a baby without somebody being there. Right. <laughs> So we have to be careful with it. I think it's it's, it's half truths, and that's just how we live in society. That believe some of it's true, and some of it's not. Right. But nobody's willing to take the first lick to find out is it real or not. So COVID is real. It gets to people. It hits people. But I think that they don't really know what to do with it. So it's a way of putting you safe it's a mental thing i can feel safe with the mask on but if i touch the package that i'm looking at like you touch the deodorant you scratch your face or you scratch your ear or you forgot to sanitize hands because you catch it from that right. so it's really one of those things that kind of mentally make you feel somewhat better but you really don't know and they don't know 
So I just say mask on just to do it because the business will run you out. I saw some people getting ran out of quick trip and it made me mad. I felt some type of way because they had bought the stuff and got to the thing. Well, he don't got this far that the man, you know, doing the cop, of course, it was a black dude and a white cop. What am I? And I just say, man, you know, I reached in my pocket and gave him a mask. So put this on, bro. Right. Take your stuff back. So I was like, give him a truth mask. There you go. And do that, man, because there'll be another reason to call the police on you or saying that, you know, I'll kick you out. And then you might not like the fact of that. And then we'll be having another fluid situation. Well, put it on. Well, Raj, before we, before we let you go, is there any plugs? Is there anything? That, and we also want to. I got also one one more magic question I have to ask you before we. It's kind of cliche, but I'm gonna go okay. ahead and get it off. You know, because this is based on hip hop culture right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast. We talk about race, mm-hmm. religion, and politics, hip hop culture, and a whole lot of gang shit. So, um, before we let you go, Raj. Okay. Give us the hardest rappers, MCs, whatever the fucking word I'm looking for. Give us the hardest artist to ever touch the mic. Okay. I'm gonna always go. And we'll do your we'll do your plugs after this. Now take your time if okay. you need to. I'm talking about if you stranded, if you stuck in a car. You gonna live. Okay. You ain't gonna get carbonating poison or not. If you stuck in a car for a whole week, you only get out to use the bathroom. You got to eat in this car, live in this car. What five artists are you gonna be okay with? LL Cool J. I knew it. The Goat. I knew LL it. LL Cool J. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The lyrical wordsmith that's out of the world. That his rap still that nobody has caught up with yet in 2020. Um, I gotta have Terrorist one to balance my knowledge. LL Cool J, Cannabis, Terrorist one, and um, for me, the group, the group, UTFO. Mm. OG uh, moment. Hold on, OG moment. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's give Roger another OG moment. That's that UTF. All right. Okay. Then back to that. That's personal preference. Preference. Then now, lyrical killers. Um, I would say Tech Nine. Tech Nine. Yeah, Tech Nine. That's the five you about to be bumping for a whole week. I got one more left. I think I got one more left. Huh? You said um There's one. What'd you say? LL Cool J. You said LL Cool J Cannabis Karis One UTFO. UTFO. They're a group though. They're a group so let me move UTFO out the way. U UTFO out the way. Yeah. Tech nine. Hard rappers I gotta just listen to and just keep me vibing on that next one. Give me my South Sider comment. Common. We can live with that. We can live with that. You should have made me do Kansas. It would have been very funny. What'd you say? Oh, I should have made you do Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. So, Roger, do you have 
anything you want to plug my listeners with? You know, I don't got a lot of listeners with, but yet. Oh, you will. You will. But the, one, like but the ones like that aren't. What you say? I don't know how you're doing your show. You're going to have a This going to blow up. I'm Plug whatever you need to plug into this socket. Okay. We got a big applause for you right here. Let's okay. go. Okay. Truththereason.com. Rivilluminated.com. Truththereason.com. Rejoicebooks.com. These are people from the city that are grinding and representing the city. And run your mouth podcast. Truththereason.com. Rejoicebooks.com. Dot com, com, and run your mouth podcast. That's what my plug is. That is f- that is fabulous. Right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast, can we make some noise for my man Vigilante? Hey Roger, I'm gonna take them out. I'm gonna take you out to some of this Bilderberg. I think it's yeah. called. I'm trying to keep up with nephew. <laughs> Hey, that, that, that's a young one. Hey, his flow. I mean, I listened. I'm listening to his. I've been every artist of the day. I listen to their music for a whole week, whatever I can find on. He got a lot of stuff on Spotify. So, and it's a crazy experience too. Now that I got to listen to everybody's music for a whole week, but he's got it. Riz got it. He need to. Um, he need to be out there, all the way out there. Okay. All right, Roger. Stay taking over the world, brother. Stay fighting for peace and love. We are. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, brother. I'm gonna get back with you, Roger. Do you have anything last you want to say before we cut this line? Okay. I just I can announce it now. I just signed a national Toyota USA sponsorship deal to film nine documentaries dealing with KCK and you'll see the newspaper press release tomorrow okay Robert we'll see you later brother alright brother alright peace Tell the hotel attended I need like 20 rooms Round up my critics and let critics and let them join my view This a crazy vision to you but it's nothing new We need to celebrate them all for all the things they do Like giving motivation when my time was new When they didn't believe until I made it true I put it on the line and pay my lovely dues The same spectator studying watching every move but I'm Floyd with the game. I dodge your every move. I ain't gotta knock you out. Yeah, family, yeah. We are definitely back here at the Run Your Mouth Podcast. I'm your host, Mad Ballin', aka Mr. Run Your Motherfucking Mouth.
You're listening to the Run Your Mouth Podcast. I'm Marlon Gumble, and this is White People News. I don't care who told you, we soldiers, quick to fold you, hard and boulders, nobody colder, fucking poses. If we clowns, then we the joker, we'll choke you while we roast you. See, we fucking gangsters, war plans, bitch, we'll flank you, bake you, spit in your face after we thank you. Knock out your lights and don't want to think twice, you're risking your life. Make your heart stop when I'm in the drop top, hot scotch when I got drops. I never ran from shit, but cops, I got heavy hitters in the cut to Take out your uh-huh. weak knees. Hey, yo, chiefies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pay pagans to segregate the known separate section to the separate headed. Somewhere you knew it had to be a mix, nigga, in the mix. Makes niggas take that hella offensive. Oh, and he hit him with the West Side. He said, Who's new artist? What the fuck did he just say? Bring that shit back. I don't care who told you. We soldiers. Quick to fold you. Hard and boulders. Nobody cold us. Fucking pose. If we clowns and we the. Hold on, hold on. Kick in the door, wave in the 4 4. That's. War plans, bitch. We'll flank you, bake you, spit in your face after we thank you. Knock out your lights and don't want to think twice. You're risking your life. Make your heart stop when I'm in the drop top. Hopscotch when I got drops. I never ran from shit, but cops. I got heavy hitters in the cut to take out your weak knees. Hey, yo, chiefies. <laughs> Hey, somewhere. You knew it had to be a mix, nigga. Show where it got. I'm the bee's knees, his legs, niggas. You're listening to the Run Your Mouth podcast. I'm Marlon Gumble. And this is White People News. So, family, we are definitely back on the Run Your Mouth podcast. Activism in Kansas City. Rappers accountability No mask No service And the artist of the day Riz Illuminated I'm 
money such a stress. She don't wanna be next. And to be out west. Yeah, family. Coming down to that part of the show where we dedicated to the local hip hop scene. Cause you know, right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast, we talk about race, religion, and politics, hip hop culture, and a whole lot of gang shit. You know what I'm saying? Saying y'all. Now y'all gotta translate these alphabets coming up out of my wet box doing more than speed limit. My man Teddy Vader. We on episode six and this nigga on vacation. He ain't nowhere to be found in this bitch. But y'all make some noise for my co-host, Teddy Vader. (laughs) Now, the artist of the day, Riz Illuminated. My nephew. Hold on, let me make shit. Okay, I got it. The new wave. He's on his surfboard. I remember when I first met his pops, Roger, back in like, I want to say 96, 97, at a talent show. I'm talking about back in them grimy 90s, the hip hop scene right here in Kansas City, Kansas. Right. And he had his son. I used to call him Little Dirty Red because his hair. It's like red when he was younger, when he got a natural, when he got an afro. But, you know, long story short, Riz illuminated like someone like my nephew, Nay kind of grew up under that hip hop lyrical influence that me and his pop, his pops, Vigilante, used to throb around. You got to understand these alphabets coming up out of my wet box doing more than a speed limit. You talking about a seed growing. A tree growing amongst other trees And I love his style I, Hold on let me I actually got a hard ass fucking song I want to play let me find this shit real quick Hold on y'all Okay. Now everybody This is called Fake Friends. I love this motherfucker to death right here. It's off of Slime Land. Look his music up on Spotify. It's available on all digital platforms. Riz Illuminated. Gim some. Play me, ay, 20 million 
living way, bitch. How can you love me if you went out there inside your soul? Really stab me in the back, how could you hit that low? I could've smoked all of my demons, but I let it go. I could've smoked all of my demons, but I let it roll. It turned my heart so cold. I relapsed and I pulled a foul. Looking at the stars of God, He can have my soul. Stand true on my light, I cannot lose my glow. Staying true in my life, I cannot lose my glow Every time I come out, I'm doing 30 a show I don't got no time to ever hang with hoes I'm loyal to the code All these people on loyal though Fake friends around me, bro Got some fake friends around me, though Always loyal to the code So family, it's winding down. It's about time to close things out. You know what I'm saying? Mass on, mass off. All I'm saying is just we just gotta you just gotta just pay attention to what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Cause I ain't, you know what I'm saying. We might wake up tomorrow and they might be like, we gotta wear gloves, like we might wake up tomorrow and they be like, we got to wear full-fledged body suits, you know. We might wake up tomorrow and they be like, we got to get computer chips in our hands to prove we are, you know, corona negative or positive. Who knows? But give them some. Wrong button. Who knows? Mass on, mass off. My brother Vigilante, Roger Suggs. Look him up on Facebook, family. TruthistheReason.com. Look him up on Instagram. He's got a whole brand out there. He's got um his face mask. You know what I'm saying? My man Vigilante been around for just as long as me. We both dinosaurs. We out here. And... My brother has been an activist in the community long as I can remember. You know, we always in the barbershop talking about, you know, the rap scene, you know, um, and that's what the Run Your Mouth podcast is about. You know, sometimes I'm I'm have trouble trying to find myself. But, you know, you, you come to my podcast when you want to hear, you know, some serious shit. But you want to hear it talked about like you would talk about it in a fucking barbershop. You know what I'm saying? Right here on the Run Your Mouth podcast. I'll make some noise for my boy Roger Suggs, a.k.a. Vigilante. So family, episode seven, y'all gotta stay on the lookout for it because it's coming. I ain't gonna tell y'all who's gonna be the artist today, but we got episode seven coming. Episode six, I'm gonna go ahead and close it out because I'm coming up on 60 minutes. I just want to say the Run Your Mouth podcast, if I got one listener out there, one viewer, drop it in the fucking comments drop that mouth emoji in the comments drop that running em- no hold on first drop that running emoji in the comments 
Drop that mouth emoji in the comments And drop that microphone emoji in the motherfucking comments And let me know you fucking with me We out there I'm just trying to get my comfort zone So y'all, you know what I'm saying Y'all bear with me And I'm gonna keep bringing y'all this shit Activism in KC is something I've always wanted to talk about And I'm gonna bring up some more guests Because I know a lot of more Community um, activists in Kansas City and on the outside of Kansas City. So y'all keep that in mind. Subscribe to the Kansas City Podcast Network. The Kansas City Podcast Network. The mothership to the whole shebang. You know what I'm saying? Don't forget to follow me on Instagram um, at Run Your Mouth KC. I'm your host, Mad Marlin. A.K.A. Mr. Run Yo Motherfucking Mouth Looking in my inner self for higher gods God, I know your plan, that's why I spread the light But there's a lot of questions that I need to find it still Have us kill each other for that peace of mind We still buy more than we own material crit and not rebuild It's easy to do when there is a fair fight But still we cannot let you slide because we gotta ride it As I roll through my city, yeah These kids dying as I roll through my city, yeah These mamas crying as I roll through the city, yeah People trying as I roll through my city, yeah. As I roll through my city, yeah. This kid's dying as I roll through my city, yeah. This mama's crying as I roll through the city, yeah. These people trying. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber, signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal. Es mejor llegar tarde a casa que nunca volver a llegar. Es mejor llegar tarde al trabajo que nunca volver a trabajar. Y es mejor recoger tarde a tus hijos que nunca volver a recogerlos. Llegar tarde a donde vayas por esperar a que pase el tren es mucho mejor que arriesgar tu vida tratando de ganarle el paso. Por algo existe el dicho, más vale tarde que nunca. Alto, el tren no para. Mensaje de Netsa. 